Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Hey, Travis. And Fernando. Hi, Ben. We have a great episode for you all today. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to start today's episode with one of the dumbest human beings that's ever lived. And yes, <laughs> she's an elected official. Woo! Isn't that exciting? What's the difference between uh-huh. Nazi secret police okay. and a cold soup? I don't know, Ben. <laughs> Nothing, according to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let's play this clip. When you make comparisons to Nazi Germany, one of the things is, as we all know, it's always wrong. Right. But number two, at least get the basics right. This will give everyone a nice little chuckle. Hope you enjoy Marjorie Taylor Greene being a moron. (laughs) Not only do we have the D.C. jail, which is the D.C. gulag, but now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police spying on members of Congress, spying on the legislative work that we do, spying on our staff, and spying on American citizens that want to come talk to their representatives. This government has turned into something it was never meant to be, and it's time to make it end. All right, Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, a member of a party who wants to see cameras in the classroom and has no problem with public book burnings. Also, when it comes to Gulag, comparing the jail in D.C. to a Gulag, (laughs) 1.2 to 1.7 million people died in those Gulags. And obviously, Marjorie Taylor Greene is upset that the... uh, that the Q shaman isn't allowed to eat <laughs> vegan. Right. Or gazpacho, which oh, is no. a vegan meal. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Very delicious. That would be the worst thing to eat in prison, cold soup. But I think that's really what you get. Yeah. Uh, look, this clip is insane. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Marge, Marjorie. <laughs> Marge. Margarine tartar sauce green. Uh-oh. She's an incredible lady, but she got this one way wrong, man. I mean, you can misspeak. I, I get that. G- Gestapo. Mm, okay. Gazpacho. Well, you know what I used to say? I don't know why they call him Gestapo. I haven't seen him stop yet. Oh, my oh, There we go. Hey. Kind of a classic Kissel oh, joke boing, there. Boing, boing. But yes, Gazpacho is a, uh, a vegetable-based cold Spanish soup. Mm. Bin. So I don't think, unless Nancy Pelosi's gone full soup Nazi from the classic sitcom Seinfeld. Soup man. Soup Nazi. Right. Uh, then this, this comparison makes no sense. Question. Ah. No. When it comes to the 
treatment of the people who are currently incarcerated because they stormed the Capitol on January 6th, it would be nice if the people that cared so much about them cared one-tenth as much about the people who are in prison right now for drug crimes Mm -hmm. or because Mm -hmm. they're wrongly convicted or because they made a mistake and were sentenced to 25 years mandatory because of policies that have been passed in this country. That's what infuriates me so much is the selective outrage when people aren't being treated well. Again, these are individuals that she's defending that stormed the Capitol on January 6th and we all saw what happened and quite frankly, they are lucky they got off as light as they did (laughs) because as we saw when other people were protesting Mm -hmm. rubber bullets real bullets people died it did not happen in the case of january 6th so it would be nice if they took this selective outrage and spread it across the country and maybe try to help out people uh, that don't align with themselves politically absolutely i i feel bad for her because i misspeak a lot you know, I put my foot in my mouth. You a feel lot. bad for Marjorie Taylor Greene oh, right now oh. because you put your foot in your mouth a lot. No, no, okay. I feel bad <laughs> because I misspeak a lot, but she's so fucking dumb that to compare yeah. the Gestapo to to the, the the issue is the comparison she's right. making of the Gestapo, and so that's what's unforgivable to right. me. But, so, uh, you know, it's a big, maybe she was hungry, y'all. Maybe big, she was yeah. just thinking yeah, yeah. about. Soup. If I'm hungry, I ain't <laughs> thinking about cold soup. That's true. I'd be like, do you remember when the Burger King police went and they detained all those people Whoa. down there? for all those years oh my god i need wendy's wendy wendy why didn't she like do another take where is the, where, who oh, this is hot this is live <laughs> this there's is no live. double take in yeah. live media but your point stands right it's yeah. like okay funny she she misspoke, she misspoke. Really? i remember i went to go see john Kerry in milwaukee and he said it's great to be in uh, it's great to be in illinois and everyone's like <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. okay What's people misspeak Let's. What is Aleppo? <laughs> oh, Gare Bear. Gare Bear. Don't get us started <laughs> yeah. with Gare Bear. Yeah, I get it. We all misspeak. Everyone yeah. misspeaks. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> However, <laughs> let's say she doesn't mess it up and say Gaspacho. Let's say she says Gestapo. That idea is so unbelievably so wrong right. so and dumb. so insane. And again, you always lose the argument when you compare something to anything related to Nazi Germany. Uh, hopefully, it's a time that we do not repeat. As of course, I mentioned before, the eerie signs of a book burning yeah. or the sights of a book burning definitely bring back feelings um, that we that we have obviously saw via film and television because we were not alive then. Exactly. I mean, if, if like you pointed out, if you're part of a political party that is actively burning books, banning books. You're not really in a position to talk about gazpacho or gestapo. <laughs> no, you really aren't. And especially the worst thing you can do, burn a cookbook. Oh, my Ooh, God. And that was you, my best gazpacho recipe. If you burn a gazpacho cookbook, that ain't going to burn. It's no, wet. It's cold. It's wet. It's cold. Mm. It won't burn. Maybe a ceviche, though. I do like the idea that Nancy Pelosi is a puddle of cold Spanish soup. And I do understand what she's saying with that. But again, the comparison is not right when it comes to the people being held right now in D.C. for what happened on January 6th. They're going through the same legal process that everybody else would have to go through. It is what it is. And to not be a hypocrite. Right. When it comes to all of the police, the mm-hmm. post office police, all of these other police forces that exist in the United States, downtown in Washington, D.C., we saw them when William Barr went and scouted out to see the innocent, to see the peaceful protesters. And Bill Barr pointed them all out. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get you all. So Donald Trump could go <laughs> hold the Bible all wrong right. outside of the church. Right. We see what they can do when they are set up and when they are told to sick on people. We, we know. 
But that is not what happened on January 6th because no one showed up. So they're lucky again that this is the only um, this is the punishment that they're receiving for doing something uh, like we all saw on January 6th. And again, they're all allowed a free and fair trial. And that's what they're waiting for. Absolutely. She needs to keep her criticism of the American penal system to not just political prisoners, quote unquote, in her eyes, um, but to everyone equally all across the nation. And obviously in this show. We aren't in a love relationship with Nancy Pelosi either, but you should not be attacking Miss Pelosi for anything Nazi-related or anything cold Spanish soup-related. No, indeed, you should not. <laughs> you could criticize her for having all those um, stock holdings when it comes to big yes, farm and things like her husband's investments. Yeah, of course, yeah, sure. by all Absolutely. means. But what is one thing that dictators do? They Ooh. mess with the vote. Yeah. That is another piece of irony on top of this Caspacho news. <laughs> a Michigan prosecutor has said that straight up Rudy Giuliani, in between auditioning and practicing and rehearsing for the <laughs> mass singer. Motorboated. <laughs> Ooh, I can't. I love to. I think about him getting him getting motorboated by Donald every day. A Michigan prosecutor has said Giuliani asked him to get voting machines and pass them to Trump allies. What? We know a little bit about what happens when this happens. Of course, vote stripping, vote straight up flipping. We speak with Robert Fetrakis on a regular basis. He's a doctor. He teaches all about voter restrictions, voter fraud, flipping election, and stripping. And election theft. And election theft. So this is the exact definition of what the right is saying or Trump Republicans are saying. I don't even know what the terms left or right, whatever, what idiots are saying <laughs> when it comes to the election being stolen from Donald Trump. This is a great example of the inverse being true. And had Rudy Giuliani got his way, they would have taken these voting machines from Michigan and flipped the state to Donald Trump, which is the definition of voter theft, voter fraud, mm -hmm. and everything that Mr. Giuliani pretends to be against. Right, which to our last episode's point, this is why you can't be having Rudy Giuliani on The Masked Singer right now, because he was too <laughs> active. He was doing right. the dirty work, yeah. not just in Ukraine prior to the 2020 election, but then uh, post-2020 election just chasing voting machines like and, and election officials like he's a mad dog. He really is, and you know he was under so much stress. That's when he was sweating oil. Yes. When he took the mask <laughs> off, right. he was totally fine. <laughs> That was probably a cakewalk. He was like Prince Andrew. He's like, I don't sweat. I'm good. <laughs> oh, so sneaky. But that is how uh, that was how stressful his job was, because, again, he was attempting to overthrow a free and fair election right in front of our eyes. I'm OK. I'm seeing this like a Mr. Bean skit. I'm trying to understand the the <laughs> like the, the visuals of this. He's going to show up with right. a bunch of dollies and like what? Load them into I the think back of a van. It's just that stupid. It really is. That's, just that stupid. So everyone, right. what? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no. The headline makes no sense where you're just like, oh, he was going to, he asked a prosecutor to get him the voting machines. <laughs> what? Dude, that's so much work. That's I, so much to do. You're going to like crank each vote out again? What? You're so ridiculous. I would not rob a garage sale with this man. He has no idea how to be. They're so bad at being criminal. Seriously. That's the other aspect of it where... 
okay, Rudy, go find me, you know, as Trump would say, mm-hmm. go find me some votes. Yeah. And then Rudy is like, here I go, Mr. Trump. I guess I'm going to go get the voting machine. Then, Mr. <laughs> is he a beagle boy? Is he from DuckTales? What's going on know. here? And then, of course, in between all of this, he was holding press conferences at random landscaping <laughs> spots because the, they couldn't get the hotel the that day. Seasons. Yeah, the Four you. Seasons, yeah. which that does hold up. That's one of the funniest things of all time. That's straight up out of the show Veep. Yeah. So Antrim County prosecutor james rositter this is what he had to say he said giuliani came up to him came up to him and was like hey can i have those voting machines and then he's like wait what and he's like yeah the voting machines and he's like no you can't so this is what he said he said i i said i can't just say give them here we don't have that magical power to just demand things as prosecutors you need probable cause the Post reported that Giuliani and others allegedly tried to use their initial tabulation error in Michigan County to falsely illustrate how the entire 2020 election was rigged. So uh. if there was any evidence, it does look like Rosidier would have been fine with it. Sure. Because that also goes to show you it's not as if there was this massive. Mm-hmm. There is a massive disdain for Trump and the Trump administration. Yes. Mm. But the opposite mm-hmm. is also true. The passion that they had was no joke, no lie. And I feel like if Giuliani had any amount of evidence, they would have given him the voting machines. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. If, if any of these claims, now keep in mind, here we are, 13 months later, still <laughs> going over this shit. But as we know, it's a big culture war and a big talking point for the 2022 midterm elections, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially amongst Republicans in their own primaries. Mm-hmm. But as we know, uh, the Trump campaign legally exhausted every single measure they could to prove their point about voter fraud and election fraud. And it failed at every single local, state, and federal level. And of course, Mike Pence. We could actually play that sound of Mike Pence here in this in this segment That's of Mike true. Pence saying this that uh, he news. just can't overturn the election. He just can't do it. We can play that sound here in a second. It took him 13 months to pray on it. Uh, <laughs> he and mother. 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 Yeah. He and mother. Don't forget, Mike Pence, he's just like you and I. Remember when he tried to pretend he's a human and he's like, on Fridays, I have a non-alcoholic beer okay. and a slice of pizza with Wait, mother. What? Oh, no. <laughs> Addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. But again, going into just how stupid these people are, we also have massive emails that have been obtained by Politico that show General Flynn, you might remember him from every QAnon documentary, (laughs) emailing Army Colonel Phil Waldron, 
Now, they were talking about how they can just straight up seize voting machines. This is according to the emails that were leaked. Washington lawyer Catherine Fries and Texas entrepreneur Russell Ramsland tried to seize voting machines, but their attempts failed. All three of these emails were sent by to multiple people, including Freeze, who appears to have lobbied for a variety of clients and to make this even a little trippier. So Michael Flynn, obviously, he's a general. He's seen war. <gasps> he's seen fire. Hardened. And he's seen rain. Hmm. And that's just on the Spice Channel. <laughs> Phil Waldron worked with Flynn on a secret project in Afghanistan. He also worked with him in Iraq. This was a straight-up military operation that also involved former city police commissioner Bernard Carrick, who might find himself behind bars mm. once again. So it's not like these are you and me and me, mm -hmm. Fernando, and Travis just getting together and be like, let's go steal some voting machines. Okay. Be like, I got the booze. <laughs> I got a truck. I got a dolly. Great. Yeah. We're halfway there. Okay, great. These are military people who know how to uh, live and operate in military operations, Yes, which gives this another layer of like, oh, wow, that's right. Like, shit, that was close. Yeah. They were just close to overturning the state, in this case, the state of Michigan and giving it to Donald. Wow. Isn't that nuts? True coup vibes. Indeed. So let's play this clip of Mike Pence. Now, I don't know what this means if going forward politically uh, for Pence. I think it's hard not to, again, as Travis said, if someone is right, we will say you are correct and we will put we will put politics aside. Mm -hmm. Mike Pence, let's never forget what a steaming pile of shit he is. A fly <laughs> even landed, <laughs> landed on his on head him, during, him. <laughs> during the debates there. Mm -hmm. So this is Pence. He did say something right. Let's play the sound, and I want to hear your thoughts. They wanted to hang him 13 months ago. Yes. Is it possible that Pence somehow politically survives this, and we see him more in 2024? This would be the way for him to do it. So let's play Pence sounding presidential. But there are those in our party who believe that, as the presiding officer over the joint session of Congress, that I possess unilateral authority to reject electoral college votes. And I heard this week that President Trump said I had the right to overturn the election. But President Trump is wrong. I had no right to overturn the election. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. Hmm. And frankly, there is no idea more on America. Wow than the notion that any one person could choose the American president. Under the Constitution, I had no right to change the outcome of our election. And Kamala Harris will have no right to overturn the election when we beat them in 2024. Bringing it all together, which you don't see is the flies beginning to swarm so all around his head. He's yeah. smart. You know, he's smart. He 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 said something they didn't want to hear. It was a shit sandwich. You know, mm -hmm. something they didn't want to hear, but they really layered that. We'll get him. We'll right. get him back. But well, it's taken him 13 months to say it. And I agree with you, Ben. The first time, because, you know, I watched 
TV all day in January 6th. Very proud of you for Thank doing you. all that hard work. It was a lot of work. You guys were asleep here on the West Coast. I woke up bright and early. I was watching OAN at 10. I was watching that ridiculous rally they were having there on the mall. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it all the way till they finished counting the votes at 2 or 3 a.m. And that was when Mike Pence, then vice president, sounded so presidential when he got everyone back in there and he said, God bless all the people who work in here. And God bless all the people who keep this building safe. Now let's get back to work. And everyone right. clapped again. So as you can see, He's very good at kind of turning a presidential dime right, and, mm-hmm. and painting that way. The question is, the fallout is huge over this. Roger Stone has already released an angry mm-hmm. email about it. Uh, Trump loyalists are obviously going up against Pence. You even now have Mitch McConnell in the Senate and Kevin McCarthy in the House, two Republican leaders who are at odds over this entire direction. Right. And if you want to see a fun video, watch Kevin McCarthy run away from reporters in the Capitol halls. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He can move. He's so fast. And, of course, when it comes to Mitch McConnell, Trump calls him Old Crow. Mm. Yes, but then Mitch says, that's fine. That's my favorite whiskey. (laughs) He's a Kentucky man after all. Absolutely. Anyway, we will continue to follow what continues to happen regarding the fallout of the dumbest attempt at election <laughs> theft in the history of this country. It's pretty brazen. God, yeah. you laugh because it's so stupid, and then you have to cry because you're like, oh, that was serious. Yeah. It reminds me, you know, uh, reading the articles. Uh, well, now I'm about to do a comparison that I don't want to make. Never mind. Here we go. Let's just say there was a lot of laughter in the early Late 30s, Uh 40s, been like, yeah, there's no way these schmucks are going to win anything. (laughs) Mm. They're eating a lot of gazpacho. Exactly. (laughs) Liquid dumps. Well, let's move on to some positive news. America, it's the land of protest, and we love protest here when it comes to protesting for the greater good. Students walked out of a school in Vacaville. Vacaville? Vacaville. And these students had the greatest reason to walk out of all time. They showed up to lunch one day, and yeah, the chicken nuggets were there, sure. <laughs> All the other cancer-causing foods, they were there. Mm. But what wasn't there? Their chocolate milk. No! Can you believe that? You what? sit through all, you sit through your classrooms, you sit through your classes, you're on camera now, everyone's yelling at you because you're wearing a mask, and we're going to talk about that in a second. I can't read certain books. Can't read certain books. Mm-hmm. And all you want, as a grizzled seventh grader, <laughs> is chocolate freaking milk at lunch. Right. Yum. They took it away from them. So the student said, you know what? This is the line. This is the last straw. This is the last straw. And they said, we're walking out. And what is scarier than a group of Trumpers, (laughs) uh, Antifa, even truckers, Mm -hmm. a ragtag group of K through eighth graders. Don't mess with them, man. Holy crap. And they're angry. I would go to the other side of the country if I saw them. Like, I'm out of here. They got those small baby teeth. Oh, and they're all connected with chains, and they're organized. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sixth grader Wesson Markowski, he says, when we walked in, I was like, what the heck? Where is it at? He said, what the heck? Where is it at? That's such a great Referring to the chocolate milk. And then after a bunch of of, uh, investigations, Mrs. Doth's fourth grade class students were thinking outside the box, and they said, you know what? We're getting pretty pissed off over here. And some were missing lunch. There was, there was, they couldn't believe there was a missing lunch item. I can't believe it. You know? And then the students said, enough is enough is enough. Jordan Reed, this is what he said. He said, the people who are going to be negotiating with me, I'm probably going to put them on the spot. 
Whoa. <laughs> because he said, we're going to have to have a negotiation right here, right now. Wow. Shoulder to shoulder, step by step, students left class to rally out front of the school. They held signs and they were chanting, chocolate milk, chocolate milk. Woo. Older students like Markowski reflected on the delicious drink's popularity, ah. <laughs> saying, back when I had chocolate milk, I was in fourth grade. You'd be lucky to get a spot for chocolate milk because it would be all gone. Oh, <laughs> my God. More milk, less, not less milk, and certainly not banned chocolate milk. I can't imagine these students having to suffer this kind of atrocity. The chance for chocolate cheers did not fall on deaf ear. Mm. Ron Corden, director of the school district's nutrition department, which dare I say he should just be fired <laughs> uh, because there is no. They, there want, is, they want his head. They it, want his scalp. There's, I mean, number one. Yeah, because chocolate milk is not the problem. Chicken doesn't come in the shape of a dinosaur. Uh, uh. It's all the other. It's Papa John sponsored lunches. <laughs> chocolate milk is a little treat. It's a treat. See, what bothers me here is they're saying that they, they remove the chocolate milk because of the sugar content. BS. But if you go to this school, there's probably a soda machine, you know, accessible even, to the kids. Even worse, we're so they're so complicit and so corrupt with, with big liquid Whoa, that they'll say no soda. They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots. They'll say no soda. It's all it's all fruit drinks and it's but it's all it's all it's, it's all sugar. bad. It's all sugar. Yeah, oh it's high C in a you know in the Coke machine bottle. At least with chocolate milk, you get a little bit of the milk from the tea. Mm. So the school will now provide chocolate milk one day every week. Oh. Every other one week. One day. So this is again a reminder. Protest, protest, protest. It takes a while. Right. It takes a while. So Markowski said, well, for now, it's a really good start. Oh, so we'll keep you up wow. to date yeah. on that school district as they fight for their right to chocolate milk. Solidarity. Also on a good on a good uh, on good news. Mm -hmm. This this thing is coming to an end. This covid pandemic. It is coming to an end. Whew. Dr. Fauci said we are out of the flow, full blown pandemic phase. And because of that, our policies must change. Sticking with students. Kids are not happy wearing these masks. They're done with it. Right. Politicians are becoming done with it because they realize it makes every photo op bad. Mm -hmm. Whether you be Mayor <laughs> Garcetti hanging out with Magic Johnson yeah. or whether you be Stacey Abrams taking a picture without a mask in front of a bunch of kids in masks. Right. I think the politicians are now coming to the point where it's like, we got to live with our own rules. <laughs> oh, we better change these. <laughs> the state of New York, for example, is right. going to get rid of their state mandates for masks. California, although L.A., not yet, but it will happen in Los Angeles. Maybe Garcetti has to get voted out first. I don't know. Mm. In in California, they're going to get rid of the mask mandates. Wow. And we're also seeing, sticking with the theme of the, the out of the mouths of babes, mm -hmm. <laughs> Chino Hills students have protested the mask mandate after seeing a viral photo of Governor Newsom and Garcetti not wearing one. So over 300 students at wow. Chino Hills High School spent their day at the lunch area quad instead of in their classrooms. Uh, they have said enough is enough. We're done. It's obvious the hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. We see it every day. It is subjective at best. The mask mandate. All right. I understand. We did what we had to do. All hands on deck trying to curb this pandemic. I get it. Did it work? The science is going to tell us that in the near future. And I will report when the science comes out with it, as I always do. But I think this is another reminder that these children have had enough. Mm -hmm. And we talk about it on this show. 
This is like if you're 10 years old, this has been going on for two years, 20% of your life. Right. Oh it's a God. bigger deal. Yeah. I'm 40, so I'm like, I could go for another 10 years of staying inside. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It'll probably blow my brains out if that happens. But this is just a reminder that uh, these kids, these kids are the future. Exactly. And I am happy to see them standing up for themselves, whether it be chocolate milk mm-hmm. or saying, please, God, I just want to be able to show my zits off in school. Right. That's what is most inspiring to me. You know, you I, I, I cruise through the Internet. I see TikToks. Mm-hmm. I see what the kids are doing. And I'm like, oh, no, the des- the future is ruined. Mm-hmm. We have nothing. But then you see this and you see that the kids are understanding how you fight for your rights. Nonviolent protest. Absolutely. Make your voice heard. Yeah. And these are our future leaders. These yeah. are the kids that are going to be making policy in the future. And this is what we want. This well, they're is- going to need these skills when they're working in the Amazon plant or the Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, this walk is- the fuck out. Yeah. These are the skills you're going to going to need kids absolutely truly walk out just because somebody is in charge doesn't mean that they're right and just because something's a rule doesn't mean that it's moral so parents are also upset they just had enough as well the fatigue is so real it's palpable and the left has to be careful here they cannot lose as we saw when you lose parents you lose governorships Mm. right virginia look at what happened with yonkin Mm -hmm. in virginia You need these constituents. They're big time voters. They vote in the suburbs. And if you turn your back on them, good freaking luck. Yeah. I mean, the writing might be on the wall. Like you pointed out, it's a lot of these Democratic led states that are starting to ease back on the mask mandates, on the indoor uh, mask restrictions. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw it in, you know, especially in red states that have blue governors, North Carolina, Louisiana. But now you're seeing in California, New York, Delaware. And you're absolutely right. I think the writing must be on the wall. Pissed off PTO parents show up and vote. Yes, and they do. And we saw that in Virginia, and it cost the Democrats big time. So they're probably, hopefully, again, science-related, starting to change their tune. And it's a reminder that arbitrary government rules just don't work. Mm-hmm. Whether it be DeSantis in Florida saying, if I see a mask, I'm going to burn it off your face. Right. Or <laughs> you say that. He basically was like, if I see a mask, I got my blowtorch. I'm going to burn it off your face. (laughs) Or what happened here in California? What happened in New York uh, when it was just so heavy handed with with the enforcement? Mm -hmm. And God forbid we never we don't want to see groups of people become criminalized. And as we talk about criminal justice reform on a regular basis, how do you get more people incarcerated? You make more laws that are more difficult for people to follow. And then all of a sudden you have a new criminal class that can go fill the halls of your private prison. So one woman said she's a parent at this school. She said to demand the kids to continue wearing masks regardless of vaccination status at this point is unfair. So. Things are changing mm-hmm. as the pandemic changes, and it's a it's a good thing yeah. because we just have to uh, we got to get back to normal. And as I said, politicians are finding it increasingly difficult to comply with their own rules. Right. And the number one complaint I think people have about politicians is hypocrisy. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely.
So, yes. Yeah, this- no, go on. At this point, the only politician who wants to wear a mask is Rudy Giuliani on the mask. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. And also just uh, in, in uh, some COVID policy news, Hawaii will not require tourists to be boosted to visit. Uh, that is a reversal of their plans, again, as they see a uh, perhaps a decline on their bottom line mm. when it comes to certain rules. The thing that makes all of this so difficult is mm-hmm. the amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's what people see, laymen like myself. When you see the people making these rules also invested in big pharma, right? just by nature, you have to wonder, is this about my safety or is this about your bank account? And right. there's nothing wrong with asking those questions as people constantly want to silence others who have the uh, you know audacity to be like so why why is it going why how are Merck and Pfizer making ten billion a year off a product ten billion that, a week ten billion ten billion a week off a product that we financed with our tax dollars right mm-hmm. the R and D absolutely another example of this is Eric Lander he's now gone he was Biden's top science advisor he resigned over company or over um. Uh, corporate culture. Apparently, he was just not a good boss and he had a bunch of complaints. However, I think he should have resigned. There's many reasons why he should have resigned. He had a lot of money. He held a lot of stock. And when I say a lot of stock, I am not, this is not uh, hyperbole. Mm. Lander, when he went into Biden's cabinet, he was worth over 45 million bucks in assets. Whoa. And he did not disclose his stock holdings in either the global or post-op ads, which he wrote. Uh, experts say that his promotion of COVID vaccines during that period, when he was still holding stock in the vaccines, obviously make it a ethical oh, wow. conundrum. Woo. Because again, is he saying this for us or for him the same way that Loeffler right. and, Kelly Loeffler Burr, and uh, Richard Burr, Burr when yep. they came out of the meeting before the pandemic hit, but we knew it was coming and it was probably already here when mm-hmm. they stepped out of that private meeting that we did not hear what was said and they said, everything is fine. Meanwhile, they sold bunches and bunches of stocks right. as they told us to invest. Everything is great. So I'm happy this man is gone because, um, again, money corrupts. And it's just uh, it makes it difficult for us as the American people to say, why are you telling me this information? Right. And then, of course, in this disgusting corporate conglomerate media that we live in, if you don't believe them, next thing you know, you're some psychopath. And it's like, I don't know, CNN. I don't know, Fox. I don't know. (laughs) Right. I don't know. If you see it on TV, it's all financed by big Pfizer, by by big pharma, Pfizer, Merck, Northrop Grumman. So. Anyway, just be careful out there. Yeah. It, the timing of this bothers me so much because mm-hmm. uh, they have 90 days, apparently, after after they they uh, they are confirmed. They have 90 days to divest their stocks according to the rules, the White House ethics rules. And he waited until his 69th day after his confirmation. Mm, so basically, but coincidentally, that's also when they had when they had their second highest stock price ever. Wow. So Whoa. you have to think about it. He God. basically he got into he got into office and he had 60 days to arrange policy just right yeah. and then mm-hmm. you know and then sell out wow. How, what a coincidence what a coincidence yeah. that's the thing uh, it doesn't matter if they're republican or democrat if they are an official if they are a government official 
it happens on all sides. You got to hold them accountable on this. We we mentioned Nancy Pelosi's stock holdings. Absolutely. She's done nothing but great. We mentioned Republicans, Richard Burr from North Carolina, former senator, Republican senator from Georgia, Kelly Loeffler. Uh, I believe Dianne Feinstein has been dinged oh, for this yes. very same thing. It just doesn't matter. If you're making policy, especially on such a large scale like this man uh, Lander was, you have to disclose this stuff. You have to. And then you have to sell or put it into a trust where you don't touch it anymore once you get the job. And I, I disagree with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on much. Um, I think that I don't believe that capitalism is the root of all evil. I think pure capitalism is a great thing. But why does she say that? And why does that get some traction because when it comes this. to the dissing of capitalism? Exactly. This late stage corporate crony corrupt capitalism. 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 That's why she's like, capitalism sucks. And it's like, this version this does. This version really sucks. Day tomorrow. Day tomorrow. Mm. If Biden wants to get his poll numbers up, mm-hmm. know if you are a member of the House, the Senate, if you are in my cabinet, if you are me. You got to get rid of all shares. You have to get rid of all stocks or, as Travis said, put them in a blind trust and you don't have control over it because the we are just we look around as the American people. Again, the bridge is collapsing. So many things that we need in this country. And you're like, how isn't it getting done? And then how are they getting rich? Right. (laughs) And there's a reason for all of it. Absolutely. There's always uh, some type of rigging behind this scene and you know i mean nancy pelosi and diane feinstein in their examples they say well uh, my husband's in charge of all that stuff well that's still not good enough. you sleep next to him in theory in theory theory, (laughs) yeah they they sleep next to a series of other hired associates (laughs) (laughs) and speaking uh of uh of tech the pandemic and corrupt crony capitalism peloton it's yes. a great example this of all is, of this. This is wild. I was on Yahoo Finance actually with the president of Peloton, and I was like, I don't think people are going to like this. And then he yelled at me and stuff. Um, <laughs> he was like, You're wrong, you dumpy shit. He's like, Maybe you won't use Maybe it. Maybe you just hate exercise. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like exercise. <laughs> but I also think it's a little intrusive. That's why what you said, Joe, Joe Biden's not allowed to have it in the White Joe, House. Yeah, when Joe Biden moved in the White House, he was not allowed to have a Peloton because they were afraid that it would be hacked and then they could spy on him. And he'd reveal all the secrets, you know, like he does when he's biking. He's biking real hard. He's like, eh, nuclear coach. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, Reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So Peloton, they fired over 2,800 employees. And what's worse than Jelly of the Month Club? Mm. (laughs) They gave these employees, this is no joke, you can't even script this. Oh my God. Is it... 
Are the CEOs corrupt Muppets? <laughs> this just seems like such an out-of-the-world yeah. idea that they would propose. So they fired 2,800 employees, but they gave them a free one-year subscription to Peloton <sighs> on the way out. Oh. Uh, hmm. Like the bike, too, um, I, you think? I, I'm, I'm Just details. Do you think they gave them the bike, too, or just They a gave them a subscription. Uh, and Not I think if they th gave them a bike, it would be fraudulent because the bikes apparently kill a bunch of people. <laughs> right. That too. The bikes were made like That's dog it. shit. But also everyone was dying on them. Yeah. The year long subscription is useless if you didn't already own the machine That's, from the company. Yeah. You work for it. <laughs> you can't even make this up. CEO John Foley is also stepping down. Apparently the company um, lost over $400 million in the last quarter. With Jim's reopening, uh, Peloton's business took a huge hit. Right. The company's market value has dropped from $50 billion last year to $9.8 billion this year. And again, that's just subjective, emotional, and that's, that's, that's the, the market value. That makes sense because it was a very COVID pandemic-friendly invention to have this exercise equipment in your house. They but got lucky now, as hell. Now things are changing. Yes. And the problem, again, as... Fernando pointed out before the show, the product itself really sucked. It, it was smashing up kids and, and smashing up dogs. <laughs> See, this is why kids kids would know to walk out but, at this point. But I just, I looked up how much the membership was for a year, boys. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. Okay, I've lost my guess. job. I've lost my job. I've lost everything, but I got a free membership, which is going to save me. Okay, I'm going to say. Right, well, I already own the bike. That's $3,000. I'm going to go 500 bucks a year. You got it, Ben. Four sixty-eight a year. What a Whoa, gift! What, what a, a gift. gift! What a gift! What a gift! For I'm clutching me? my bosom. Peloton for me. I can be reminded of this horrible job I had to go to oh. for all this for so many years, and now I'm fired, but I still get a Peloton. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, this is what Peloton said. This is in a press release about the layoffs. They said the Peloton monthly membership will be complimentary for impactive team members <laughs> for an additional 12 months. They go on to say a meaningful cash severance allotment uh, that will be determined based on job level and oh, tenure. Okay. Wow. So isn't that nice? And I do. I would love to hear what they mean by a meaningful cash severance allotment. Sure. Here's a dollar, but I really mean it. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's not a dollar. It's a hundred pennies. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so, again, our hearts go out to everyone who is uh, who thought they had a comfortable job. Yeah. And God forbid you get comfortable for even a moment. They're losing 20% of its corporate workforce. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, Peloton looks like it is on the way out. Hmm. Yes, Ben, it would appear much like their stationary bikes. Peloton, the company, is going nowhere. Whoa! <laughs> well, that is fantastic. All right. Just <laughs> lastly, the Biden administration is pushing back because there has been some disputes. So they have a, they have a $30 million program right now. This is a, Ooh, a four, Ben. This is to help rehabilitate people who are addicted to drugs mm -hmm. and give people clean needles so they don't die of hep C and they do it or AIDS. Nonprofits. They do so it through it's all accounted for. They do it through nonprofits. And of course, it's a net positive, hmm. at least when done well in theory, because if somebody ends up getting AIDS through a dirty needle, they go to a hospital. I'm right, assuming right. they don't have health insurance mm -hmm. and the shit rolls downhill. We understand. Hmm. 
This is being spun okay. into the tweets from many psychopaths <laughs> that the White House is now giving federal funds for crack pipes. Whoa! And as I say once again, if for, you're- For, for, for free crack pipes. <laughs> lean into it. Okay. <laughs> Why not? A crack pipe in every house. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Biden administration says this is, it's, they say it's totally disinformation, um, but I do love the idea that we finally have a president cool enough just to start giving us crack pipes. Yeah. Listen here, corn pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I can't. I'm I can't. full of crack. I, you know, as I was discussing, it's a safe smoking kit. And uh, yes. in, in, in a lot of uh, examples that we've seen about this type of work where you give people the r- safe resources to use drugs, a lot of the times they end up taking those resources and getting help with them. Right. They see, oh, hey, this person's not judging me and helping me out. Maybe I can ask them for help about something else now. Absolutely. And part of criminal justice reform is keeping people people who are nonviolent drug offenders out of the prison system exactly. and we saw this very same system work very well in Portugal where they stopped putting their millions and millions of taxpayer dollars into enforcement of drug right, laws drug and war. into uh, treatment of of drug addicts and the like and, and that included things like providing clean needles which as you mentioned Ben sounds you know a little nefarious right off the top right but the fact is it's helping these addicts stay healthy while they're still addicted and then give them a pathway to rehabilitation and of course that pathway to rehabilitation hopefully that's also part of the plan yeah because don't, we don't keep them on the crank <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> then thing. you die then you do die and it's not good and you'll be and it's sad for you and it makes for a hard life um so the program will uh it includes giving materials such as alcohol swabs lip balm clean syringes and other materials intended to promote hygiene and again reduce the risk of spreading disease such as hiv and hepatitis which you know i think as a Society, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would much prefer that the people around me don't have, uh, or at least HIV. I understand you, you can, if if it's taken care of. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're again someone right. who is perhaps homeless and or on drugs, on drug addiction, sure, exactly. You know, perhaps you wouldn't be taking care of yourself in such a way, right? And uh, you know, these things can spread, right? Absolutely, and so. we're seeing these programs tried uh, in Oregon. Uh, Predominantly, I think California also had some of these programs. But again, it's literally just about keeping your addicts safe as you try to rehabilitate them to get healthy and eventually. needs to be a middle ground between North Dakota and San Francisco. We can yeah. find a middle ground. I mean, in- this is already better than uh, whatever South Dakota's ill-fated uh, program, their their slogan, the to end the meth addiction all over South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. I believe that was 2020. They were just like, meth, we're on it. We're it's like, well, on it. no, <laughs> yeah. what are you going right. to do about it? <laughs> That's right. So Senator Marsha Blackburn, she wrote to the HHS secretary, again, spreading the lies. This is what she said. This is what Blackburn tweeted. Again, an elected official openly lying. A Republican. A Republican. She said, and government funded crack pipes. (laughs) Okay, I mean, it's a good tweet. It is a good tweet. I would look at it. And then Jim Jordan, again, the man who was like, hey, you're raping kids in my school, huh? Well, well, let's look the other way on that. You look the other way, Ohio State. Google it. 10 minute phone call with President Trump. I forgot about on January 6th. I forgot about that. Yep. He's cool. He's just like me. He doesn't wear a jacket. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Uh, This is what he had to say. He says, if you'll... Will you have to show your vaccine passport to get your crack pipe? Oh, okay. my God. Is it possible? And then Marco Rubio, little hands, he says, 
There is no end in sight for this lunacy. Oh, golly. Come on. Yeah, you should like a crack pipe. It'll make his hands look bigger. <laughs> hey, oh, here we go. I mean, again, the, these Republicans are not offering solutions. any other solution right. to ending these, the drug yeah. epidemic. You know, the, the conservative also, mindset since Nancy Reagan's just say no is basically, well, if you're an addict, you deserve the worst punishment possible. But, oh, meanwhile, we're going to shut down all the facilities that may have helped you. Exactly. And I understand in the 80s, those facilities were horrible. Sure. But you could have fixed them. Right. Them. You could put money End in the them. war on drugs and fix the facilities. And there is, of course, it's not ironic or accidental. The crack pipe is the is the, is um, the term? accoutrement of choice. <laughs> right. The accessory to drug of choice. Because you think heroin needle, thin, white. Maybe that's my brother. I'm going to go find him in Seattle. Right. Crack pipe, you think black. Mm-hmm. And of course, that plays into a whole series of other uh, stereotypes that uh, that's why uh, it is being politicized to continue to crack our society in multiple, multiple ways, like a broken glass. It is. It's only and I may I might be speaking out of turn, but it's only 30 million dollars. It's not a lot. I mean, well, for the, a federal the, budget, the, the amount of drop in the bucket. Yeah. Me, the amount of money we talk about that they put into war, that they put into crazy the billions up, of dollars going into the drug war, going into the prison yeah, system. To making all the crack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. So $30 million to help is fine with me. It, it There should be so much more money, but it's, it's a good start. Absolutely. Just like the kids said about their one chocolate milk a week. It's a good start. <laughs> it's a good start. start to rehabilitating the uh, addicts. Of America. Uh, well, all right. We got faith in the future. Give these damn kids their chocolate milk for crying out loud. Good grief. Oh, my Lord. It's either that or gazpacho and crack pipes. <laughs> Ooh, gazpacho out of a crack pipe. Mm. Whoa, like I'm, I'm addicted now. Oh. I'm wrapped up. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back later on this week. We'll have an episode all about love. Ooh, and love lost. Love mostly it's politics. Okay. All of us, <laughs> except for uh, maybe Melania has some love with Parler. Ooh. They're going to do another. Melania is partnering <laughs> with Parler for I don't know what, but either way, be best. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the bag. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com.